Good evening, Democrats. Is this a great convention or what? I would like to begin, with your permission, I'd like to begin this evening by acknowledging my father, who we lost last year. He was a 12-year governor of the great state of New York, Mario Cuomo. He gave a keynote speech at the 1984 Democratic Convention that for many people defined the values and the principles of the Democratic Party and instructed me on how to lead my professional life as, a, as an elected official. And he loved being a Democrat. He spoke about the 1984 election. And the 1984 election was important because it was about two opposing philosophies, more than two people. Even more profoundly at stake this November is not which person or party wins or loses. At stake in this election, my friends, is the very soul of America. Now, last week we heard the Republicans lay out their strategy. And unfortunately, it offered no new solutions. But it's clear that their plan is to fan the flames of fear and to offer a scapegoat for all our problems. The Trump campaign, the Trump campaign is marketing a great distraction using people's fear and anxiety to drive his ratings. Their message comes down to this. Be afraid of people who are different. Be afraid of different religions and different colors and different languages. Stop immigration. And they believe the nation will automatically rise. It's not right. It's divisive. It's delusional and we must expose the truth to the people of this nation. Now, Republicans, Republicans are suffering from short-term memory loss. Unless Republicans are all Native Americans, then they are immigrants too. If we listen to the Republicans, they would cut this nation in half and turn one against the other. It would take our greatest strength, which is our diversity, and it would make it a weakness. And we are not going to let that happen to our America. Now, my friends, fear is a powerful weapon. It can excite and motivate, and it can get people to yell and to scream. Fear can even bring you into power. But fear has never created a job, and fear has never educated a child, and fear has never built a home, and fear has never built a community, and fear will never build a nation.
And let them remember, when they sell fear, fear is not strength. Fear is weakness. And no matter how loud you yell, our America is never weak. Republicans, Republicans say they want to make America great again. They say they want to take us back to the old days, the good old days. I want to know what good old days do they want to take us back to? Do they want to take us back before the Civil Rights Act? Do they want to take us back before minimum wage and worker protection laws? Or do they want to take us back before Roe v. Wade? Well, we have a different vision. We're not going back. We're going forward. They say they, say they want to make America greater than ever before. We say, you haven't seen anything yet. You watch what we're going to do with America. You think America is great now. You think America is great now. Imagine how great America can be when every child, rich and poor, is fully educated to their God-given talents. Let's be honest, right now in this country, we have two education systems, not public and private, but rich and poor. And you go to a school on the rich side of town, and they will show you how in the first grade, all the children are on laptop computers. And you go to a school, school on the poor side of town, and you'll see the most sophisticated piece of electronic equipment is the metal detector that you walk through on the way to the classroom. That is not educating every child equally. You think, you think America is strong. Imagine how strong we will be when we truly heed Martin Luther King's wisdom and we judge people by content of character and not color of skin. Imagine how strong we will be when we understand that the greatest feast is the one that is enjoyed by the most people at the table. Imagine how strong we will be when our government has the strength to fight for freedom, but the intelligence to know that the strongest four-letter word is not hate, but love. Now, we know, we know what the Republicans will say. The Republicans will say, well, those Democrats they're just dreamers that they can't make it happen. Well, maybe we are dreamers, but we are also doers. FDR lifted a nation from depression. JFK launched our mission to the moon. LBJ enacted voting rights for all Americans. President Obama delivered health care coverage for 20 million uninsured Americans.
and Mario Cuomo was a dreamer too. But our progressive government is working in New York. We raised the minimum wage to $15, the highest in the nation, because we insist on economic justice. We enacted paid family leave because all workers deserve dignity. We are rebuilding our middle class and we're working hand in hand with organized labor because the middle class is the backbone of this society. We offered we are protecting the environment by banning fracking because this is the only planet we have. We, we fought the NRA and we won and we outlawed assault weapons to keep them from the hands of madmen who are killing innocents. And we passed marriage equality and gender. And we did it not because the Supreme Court said we must legally, but because people believed we should morally. Now, these are not dreams. These are realities. Progressive government works, and we prove that progressive government works. And we did it together without leaving anyone behind and without leaving anyone out because we believe that we are all interconnected and we are all interrelated. We say, Somos uno, we are one. We say that there is a cord that connects you to you to you to me. And that cord weaves the fabric. And when one of us is raised, we are all raised. And when one of us is lowered, we are all lowered. The Republicans say our vision of community can't work. But we know it can, and we know it will. And we've seen it happen. And we've seen it up close. Fifteen years ago, on September 11th, we saw death and we saw destruction and we saw unimaginable horror and cruelty. But we also saw something else, my friends. We saw this nation come together like it had never come together before. We were not Texans and Californians or New Yorkers. We were Americans. We weren't Democrats and Republicans and Independents. We were Americans. We weren't Muslims and Christians or Jews. We were Americans. We weren't black or white or brown. We were red and white and blue. And those are the only colors that matter in the United States of America. And in that moment, in that moment, we were one, and we achieved community, and we were there for each other, and we were there the way a family is there. We cried together, we mourned together, and then we got up and we rebuilt together, and that was America at its best. Today, 
Today, the Freedom Tower stands taller than ever before, and it is a monument to the fact that when this country comes together, there is nothing we can't accomplish and there is nothing that we can't do. We say, e pluribus unum, out of many one, that is our founding premise, it is our enduring promise. And that is our goal for this nation. And Hillary Clinton is the person to make that goal a reality. Now, I spent eight years in the Clinton administration. I worked with Hillary Clinton every day. I've been all over the world with her. I've seen her in the trenches. I've seen her in the good days. I've seen her in the bad days. She stood on the world stage and she declared that human rights are women's rights and women's rights are human rights. She fought for health care for all Americans. As Secretary of State, she repaired America's reputation worldwide. And my friends, she won't just shatter the glass ceiling for my daughters and your daughters and prov provide a new role model for an entire new generation of women. She also has the vision and qualifications to be a transformative force for this nation. She will unify, not divide, and she will move us forward together as one. That's why we must make Hillary Clinton, the next president of these United States of America. And last point, my friends, that was the essence of my father's message in 1984. And that message is timeless. My father was the keynote speaker for this nation's better angels, and he was beautiful. And tonight, Pop, wherever you are, and I think I know where, at this time of fear, please help this country remember what truly makes it great, that we are one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, and God bless you. Thank you.